Hi guys. Hey guys. This is Walter. Miss Tiki. And this is True Ghost Stories. Five real people. On tonight's episode, we gonna take like some time to read a story from what? What would like? She's a listener. Keisha's but, story. Yeah, What's but, wrong? I'm with saying you? it would be like I wanted to know. Like what? Did, see, that's what I be talking about. Why you always gotta attack me? What you talking about? I don't, like <laughs> like I wanted it to be like like a part two to her her original story. Like, she already had a part two. Did she? It's Keisha's story one, and I think it is a Keisha story two. We got to change the name of that. It shouldn't have been. Well, then it's not part two. See, that's what I was trying to say. I was trying to find a different way to say part two without saying part two. Like, what would it be? Her return? What oh is my it? God. Keisha's return? I guess. Is that what do you call it? Keisha's return. See, that's the problem. And then, then you bite off me for getting smart. And that's said it hyped like I thought of yeah, it. Yeah, that's, Keisha's that's the stuff I don't like. <laughs> That's the, that's what I don't like. That's what I'm saying. So. Now, we want to take a moment to say that this is a true ghost story podcast. By real people podcast. Mm-hmm. And when I say real people, that means we're going to do things that real people do. This you know, is not scripted. No. We're just sitting down, telling the story, reading the story. And in between, when I'm reading this story right off the cuff, I'm going to have something to say about it. So I'm going to say it. And if you just want to listen to the ghost story straight through, then this is not the pod for you. <laughs> hey, uh, bars. <laughs> and and see, that's what makes it great because that was that, that was, was off the top. Told you. I love you so. <laughs> I love you too. Mm-hmm. Man. But it's neither here nor there. <laughs> Tonight we're going to talk a little about Keisha. She's a previous. Uh, she's a listener who we had a previous story about. <laughs> I liked her story then, but I did not like the situation. <coughs> so they have so to go back and listen to Keisha's story. Yeah, you're going to have to go back and listen to Keisha's story. All right. But tonight, as I undoubtedly always do, I will judge Keisha. So, wow. You're you going to judge Not that I... No, yeah, because the last time I told her to get out of there, I know I said it. I remember that being... I don't remember... And a, then like, she said she can't get out of there. I, I told her... Like, again, I'm going to say it. Take to the streets. <laughs> because anything Okay, because see, do. I came up to it where she did, when she left me a message on Messenger, and she said, yeah, I would like to move, but I don't have the money right now. Okay, right, go back. Then said, take me back. Me, see, I, I like how you did that. Here. See, you, you be thinking what I don't even, you be doing little sneaky trades what I don't even be, we be on it. Go ahead, go tell, tell me what she and said. as far as Mimi moving ahead and doing that, she doesn't want to. Right. Okay, you, and see, plus I get she it. was she was kind of weary that if they moved, that it would follow them to the point mm-hmm. the new house. or what would be the point anyway? Right. Okay. And don't do that. I'm not saying that, but take to the streets, girl. I wouldn't put up with nothing <laughs> like that. I'm saying it. What? I'm not saying it, but I'm saying it. If I was you, first sign of trouble, these hills would be a knocking. Okay. Why would you? Say <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what I tell you earlier today, ass and elbows. That's all it is. Ass and elbows. And the fucking dust off my new kit. <laughs> Get the fuck back. Bung, 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 bung. I'm talking about like, you gonna see my fucking soul jump out my body, Scooby-Doo style. And my flesh gonna run ahead and then my soul gonna catch up. But I'm out of here. I don't wanna see no spooky shit. I'm no. good. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm too old to be playing these ghost games. <laughs> like that was some shit that was okay when I was a child. And it was like, I seen it across the way and it was like, here I am. But it never talked. But, you know, staring at, just right. staring at me. Mm-hmm. And, and the shadow man and all the shit that has happened to me. That's some shit that was happening to me when I was like 16, 17. It stopped when I was about 19. I ain't seen nothing in a while. And I better not see nothing. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm not, I've grown up and I don't want to play those type of games anymore. Until I move into my house with McGonagall. 
<laughs> Not me. Okay. <clears throat> oh. So I'm gonna get right into. Okay. When she oh, she says so. I'm reading the messages that she sent. So I'm reading her story actually off of Messenger right now. So I'm not trying to tell you so much of what we have talked about. Then you could have just got to the good part. So Me and the listeners said, ain't uh, But she to said, no, no. She said, she said she tried to leave a message on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I just decided to message you here because she couldn't. Somehow, I'm sure no why I went out on either. So okay. <clears throat> then she said, I heard y'all say a lot of people were complaining about the banter, which they is do, crazy. They do, Keisha. They do. Because to me, that's one of the best parts. Thank you. Especially when Walter just goes off on a rant. LOL. Thank you. And you know, <laughs> wow. speaking of rant, that just takes me right into feelings of like, how dare people try to tell me that I can't be me? I don't want to sit here and read no story straight laced and not be able to comment it. I feel like when you reading the story to me, Mm-hmm. If I don't say what I have to say right there, it's like dire that you don't understand the feeling of that overcomes me. It's almost like a, a twitch. No, but I would be getting it because that's why I like it to feel like it's friends sitting around each other mm-hmm. talking and telling stories and stuff like that. It Where just looks like, like me and you the ones no, talking, but y'all, just... y'all sitting in on the, conversation. on the conversation. Right. Yeah. That's what I like. I don't, I mean, I just I can't tell I the story straight through right, without man. saying. Did I say conversation right? What? I don't think I said it right. So if y'all hear that back, <laughs> it don't hit y'all ears right. It didn't hit mine right either. And I don't want y'all to think, because you know how y'all are. How are they? They be leaving the because the, the, they be saying it. When we, when we fucking up, like, you know, don't oh, stumble over the word right. or they going to get you. They think you can't read. Uh, yeah, like now I'm suddenly a Negro slave from 1698 who's illiterate. No, I know how to read and write, brother. Okay. <laughs> Get so, to it. You see, thanks. You can blame hilarious. Keisha for she that. Said he's freaking hilarious. You could, and thank you again. So you could thank her for the rant that just went by, and thank you for the compliment. And as far as the haunting goes here at my place, not much has happened That's out good. of the ordinary. Basically, the same thing: noises, footsteps. Oh, it still bothers Bruce, my cat, to the point to where he has been stressed out. Not Bruce. Still. Oh, I do remember Bruce the cat. Yeah. Still to a certain extent, but the medication seems to be working and he seems to be fine as of right now. Of course, I still worry because he's my baby and I don't want them hurting or scaring him. But like I mentioned, things have been pretty toned down and I'm very, very thankful for that. Oh. Anyway, just want to say hi and tell the guys that you're awesome and keep doing what you're doing. Love you all. Take care. Thank you. Now I'm about to judge him right away. I feel. I, Yo, she said she loved oh. Bruce. You need to be prepared to leave Bruce at the drop of a hat. See, that's why Keisha's staying around and putting up with these spirits. <laughs> okay. I would dare you, not leave I, my symbol. Let me tell you, Tiki, I would leave you. <laughs> okay. Wow. I cannot have these types of things happening around me. Wow. Not at this stage in my life. I'm going through a lot of turmoil. How is and you I going through like, turmoil? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what the Don't you understand? Yo, what the world? I'm going to be 28 years old. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, what's, what's happening to me? Where am, I, where am I at? And you think that I have time to be dealing with some bumps in the fucking night? <laughs> <laughs> I barely get any sleep without any bumps in the night. You know how many nights I just be sitting up looking like, or on my phone just like wired and just staring around. I I can't deal with that coming on it to me at that type of, in that type of moment. I feel like, 
that's a weak point for me. They just attack me when I'm in a daze, a fucking stupor. <laughs> uh-uh. I need to be able to put my head down on a pillow somewhere where I know when I close my eyes, ain't nothing going on around me at night. I don't even like motherfuckers that's alive moving around me when I'm asleep. Yeah, don't do that shit. I am very sensitive. I open my eyes. Very sensitive. I can pull out of a dream like a like you can blink. (laughs) (laughs) Boom! I'm up. What were you trying? (laughs) I don't know where if that come from. Like listening to murder mysteries and just being suspicious. But I've always been like that. Even when I was a child, I think that comes from being haunted. Yeah. I think anybody who had ghostly experiences is probably like that. Yeah. You very alert. You very you don't sleep easy. Yeah. What's going on? What's happening in the night? I need to be able to see. Turn on the light. When you are like growing up around all that stuff, it's, it becomes harder to sleep because you're up all hours wondering I, what's going to pop off, what's going to happen. What's so then even after it do seem to calm down, and you can never get too comfortable. That's never. the problem. You can never get too comfortable. I remember when my stories, like when my go, when my experiences and supernatural things started to like slow down Mm -hmm. it was like then more creepier things started that's when i told you about the man walking up the steps right 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 and it started to become real yeah more real see you were still a teenager then you had just dropped your baby yeah but see still at night after that it it was like never the same because i'm always on 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 (sighs) i can't say that i think you i think they it didn't. You didn't outgrow it. Why you say that? Because I feel like you was well into like adulthood when you had that shadow man experience. I was. Yeah, you was well into it. So I feel like I got one coming up. What's it going to be? Who am I see? Death. He, 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 he waits. No, that wasn't. That wasn't seeing him. All I seen. I see, when I was in the hospital, I seen a few. I mean, I did see the little boy walk in. I seen the boy with the ball. And then I I'm could, trying to like, tell you, for I the longest stories. time, I really, honestly, was seeing the colors around people. But then that shit. Faded away. So now you don't see. No, I don't. uh, I don't. It's not like that no more. mm. But other than that, I ain't see no, no, no ghostly hand reaching out to me. (laughs) Like I'm not good with that type of stuff. Wow. Uh uh. That's something I did when I was a child. So let's move on. You need to get out of there, Keisha. Run for the hill. So then she she left me another message. Oh, shit. She said, I can tell you one quick story. Thank you. It's nothing major. It was very unnerving. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, Bruce Bruce was stressed out. I figured that once he started crapping outside his litter box, I took him to the vet and he got a clean bill of health, but he was definitely stressed out. Okay. And I immediately knew why. I recounted the times before the vet visit when he would be scared to go in the room where his litter box is. He did the usual crouching down, ears back, defense mode thing that cats do when there's a threat. That's one way I noticed it's around the other way is when he clings to me a lot more than normal, but he won't take his eyes from in front of him. He will not turn his back. So one night he was sleeping in Mimi's Mimi's room. I know that because I had just left out of there. I got in bed, had my Black Panther light on. Wakanda forever, sis. (laughs) Because I refused to sleep in the dark there. All of a sudden, I heard a really loud boom. Boom. See, that? now that stops me again. Because, let me stop it right there. Because now, it just really came to my recollection. And I don't know why. It was like a real trigger point. Right. That I remember when I was young. I was probably like 8, 9, or 10. Okay. Something like that. Because, like I said, it's my dad It's a far-off memory. Yeah, and my, but your yeah. daddy was alive. Yeah, so I couldn't have been older than... In other words, you're saying it wasn't like 
it wasn't the 3rd of November, you know, that day you'll always remember. Why are you trying to be funny? I'm D- just talking about no, you how trying to be funny? the day, you know, when your daddy died. And, and he did die in November. Why would you do that? I could I could probably punch you in the face right now. <laughs> I really could. Like, I could really punch you in the face right now. Because I feel like I could not help it. About. It was on the and, tip of my and, tongue. And let me tell you, oh if, if that would have been me in real life and, and he did that to me and I'm one of the temptations and you just tried to call my daddy a rolling stone and you want me to... I get it. But it was a hit. But my daddy wasn't no rolling but, stone. Uh, that wasn't even the point of what I did. I heard what you were doing. You yeah, were so trying to say you, that was the day that my daddy So died. why would you take that from me? Because that was a really good bit. That, that wasn't. Came. That was my feelings. Would you, how would you feel if I died and then later somebody joked with you like that? I would cry. And then I would release a warrior's well. <laughs> and I would proceed to monkey stomp the <laughs> So why would you think that was cool right to do it now? Because you're my best friend. You could say it to Go me. Go best friend. That's the song. Uh, Nobody but anyway, needed you to do that. I, I wanted to. Nobody needed but that. But I wanted to. Mm. So let's move on. Oh. Boom, I meant to tell y'all. Yeah, why did you just do that? I just left because you had distracted me once again. I'm sorry. But again, we're going to do that. Huh? That's going to happen sometimes. So, I had to be like 9 or 10 or 11. Right. No, 8, 9 or 10, right? Mm -hmm. So, I'm sleeping to bed and my parents in the room sleep. I'm in the room sleep. It's like around 3 o'clock in the morning. I remember I heard like it sounded like glass broke. I remember it just was like shattered. That's okay, what it that's sounds weird. like. Glass shattered. Who's up in the night? Yes. Yeah, so I'm thinking somebody done broke in. Mm-hmm. And I get up, and you know, like how at my my mom's um my childhood house it was when you walk in the hallway, it's pitch dark. It's pitch dark when yeah. when the lights are out. Yeah. And then like was this before she got the lamp? Yeah. She installed that lamp because of me. See, I came through and I set fire to the rain. <laughs> I wasn't dealing with no spooky shit. <laughs> Pissing this bed before I go out into that shadowy den of darkness. <laughs> yes, and when I say it was dark in that hallway. Light it up or I'm going to light it up. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll all have an uncomfortable morning. See. Go here. So then when I open the door, it's pitch dark. And then directly across is like the hallway. And it's really it's like the stairs leading to downstairs. Yeah, and that's the even, fucking worst. And that's even that's darker. Even, yeah, it looked like it looked like you walked down there, you going into a bottomless pit. Yeah, it do. And you can almost hear the saints are crying <laughs> for that, your poor lonely soul. That's how you feel when you was a child. Yeah, now. I'm so serious. And I'm so serious. Y'all, y'all, we, we, y'all think we joking when I'm telling you stories. Of the house that my mom that I was raised in. And I know that fucking, I know that that fucking big ass portal that I saw as a child that would just sit in the corner and swirl. Mm-hmm. That was the, that was the reason for all of that shit. Cause that house at night was like, it was alive. It was alive. Everything was made out to, to frighten you. Yes, you it open was. that it bedroom was like door. So, it was, and the crazy part is during the day, it's so lively so and great. lit and bright. So great. And I don't even care if it was even like. And you ain't scared. At all. You run through that house during the day like a fucking jack-o'-lantern uh, <laughs> skipping through a lily pad forest. What the but fuck? But at night, no. you're back hunching no, in. No, 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 What is that? You said a jack-o'-lantern. You know what a jack-o'-lantern looks like? <laughs> skipping through a lily pad forest. 
You know what lily pads look like? <laughs> I do know what they look like. And you know what a forest? But you do know what a lantern looks like. Well, put it together in your mind. How's Take, it skipping? You if somebody done threw it like they Stretch skipping rocks. Stretch out your imagination and figure it out because I don't so have it. it. I said groups. what I said, but that's what existed. <laughs> and that's what you felt. When you roam that forbidden forest, she called her house at night. It did. Cause soon Everything as the was out. made to frighten you. Because like I said, I heard the glass break. Mm. And then I opened the door into total darkness. Why and did I you mean, get out of that bed, Because it just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what compelled me to go to that door. Because normally, I've already been seeing like spirits in the room. See, and- Keisha, this is... If you if you listening, this is, this is the things that y- y- y'all tolerate. The fact that she was bold enough to wiggle out of that bed and even go into that shadowy den and see what was out there. (laughs) She deserved anything that was coming her way because even in the times when I thought about getting up, you don't know how many months and nights it took me to finally get up one time and run to that room and bang on her door only to be met with it being locked. So anyway. Girl. I heard the boom. You was better than me. We done forgot the whole, like... I done heard the boom, like I said, and my parents opened their door. And then I'm like, they asking me what I did, like it was me. So I'm saying I didn't do anything, but Mm. I heard glass breaking. You did. And then my dad said, go back in the room. My mom told me and my mom to go back in the room. Oh, he went to go check it out. So he heard it as well. Like that bad. Yes. Was like, yes. Up. He went to go check uh. by himself. You know who I'm out what when yeah, I tell you the story about my yeah. daddy? Okay. So That's why I always wondered if it was thirty something. I'm sorry, what? Huh? You said something about my daddy? No, sis. So my daddy went downstairs <laughs> to go check and see. And he comes back upstairs and I'm peeking out the door with open. He was just like, Go ahead back to bed. And I'm like, Okay. So I you know, when the door shut, I go to the door and listen. And my mom, what was it? And then he talking about it's nothing down there. Nothing. But she said, You check the doors and the windows, there's nothing broke down there. I checked the whole downstairs. And I remember hearing that. And something compelled me again <laughs> to walk down them because I had to see it. You know I'm that type of person. Yeah. What's you it doing? A freak, bro. That I always <laughs> told you that. What's it doing? I think you one of those necrophiliacs. <laughs> You'd be reaching out to touch the dead. No. I don't I have don't. that capability in me. I wouldn't. I didn't hear shit. Mm-mm. And even if I heard it shatter ten thousand times, I'm not coming out of this goddamn room until something comes in. You gonna have to find me, and you'll find me here in a fetal position, turned with the covers over my head, facing the wall. I don't know nothing. I don't see nothing. I don't hear nothing. They could have been in there beating my mom and dad in the goddamn here with baseball bats, and I wouldn't know because I'm not coming out of this room. It's, it's just. It's. It's. I, I can't Yo, do it. I wow. can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do wow. it. I can't do it. Wow. Nothing's worth it. Nothing's <laughs> worth it. Nothing's worth it. I don't want to know nothing, see nothing. Just uh, that, like when I that type of stuff used to happen to me, I used to just beg to be blind. <laughs> I make me blind. Make me blind. That's a shame. But that's, I never see that's real fear. If you have to make yourself want to really be when blind. When I tell you, I, the crazy part is I never. You meant seen, that metaphorically, or did you I, mean it? I like, used to say it, but I would never see them with my real eyes. That was always the weirdest part about seeing them for me. Like I would see the room, and the room would be empty, right? But then I lay back and I so, try to go to sleep. So you wish that type of stuff on yourself. Because if you think about it, you said, I wish that I was blind. Like it would have been blind. So basically you seeing, but you ain't seeing. Yeah, because it didn't start out like that. But I remember I used to see, see them like, I used to see ghosts just like in passing. Like the lady who came right 
behind the fucking fence and just walked in front of me. Yeah. I seen her with, with my eyes open. But then it would be like, once I got to the point where I stopped trying to see him and I would close my eyes at night thinking, okay, it's just going to go away. Mm-hmm. The whole room would like burst forward in my mind. Like, you know, in your imagination. Yeah. I would see the entire room. Like, clear as day, as if my eyes was open. It was like, behind my closed eyes was like looking through my closed eyes. Mm. Everything. I could see everything. And they, I would see them. Like, if, they were, if there was somebody there, they'd be standing at the door, and I would see them that way. But if I opened my eyes, they was gone. Mm. But as soon as I closed them and, like, laid back, I could just see them. And I would know they were there because I could feel them. That's creepy. But so, it, like I said, wow, are you interrupting my whole story? That you sorry. made me interrupt her story. Ain't that crazy? Interrupt her story. How is it that I interrupted Keisha's story and then I was telling a story and then you interrupted my story after I'd already interrupted Keisha's? Had you started Keisha's? Yes. See, that's the problem. It really is an issue. I am so sorry, guys. Because I said, let me stop you to tell a quick story and then you took the story from me. I don't know. I don't know, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, like I said, something compelled me to go down the stairs to check myself. And me being young, I, I, you know, I didn't even care at that time because I needed to see for myself. So I walked down the stairs in the pitch dark, clicked the light. I'm looking at the windows. So I'm opening the windows and I don't see nothing. I'm, um, I'm going now in the kitchen and I don't see nothing. And I'm looking in the trash because I'm thinking, what if something did break and he just wanted to hide it, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking in the trash, it's nothing. I'm mm-hmm. looking around and it's nothing. So I go on back upstairs and go in the room and go to bed and shut the door. And no sooner did I shut the door, I heard like this sound like just like that. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Good night. But it was so long. It was like, but you could hear it so close. But it was like, it was through the door, but my ear could hear it so close. You know what I'm saying? Bro, no, I don't know what you're saying. Because <laughs> if I happened to ever know what you were saying, surely I died. Oh, my God. So I wouldn't live to tell the story of that. <laughs> no, I don't know. I can never relate to that. He has not put that burden on me, and that is not my cross to bear. And wow. what you do with your own psychic ability is your own business. And I don't want no parts of that. And I don't wish that into my life. <laughs> so I can't respond in good conscience. Wow. That's that's ridiculous. Good night. No, yep. hello, everybody. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> How's a good night? Now I feel more alive than ever. Fuck how I'm going to turn down the bed and you ain't here. And I know ain't nobody was the fuck behind me. They been went in the bed. And I'd have just been downstairs looking through this spook fucking house. Now, because that night is, is, is effectually the fucking Eastern State Penitentiary. If that's what you're walking through. You're walking through Architraz that night. Architraz, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You're walking down so Resurrection. You doing... You're walking down Resurrection. Um, what is it? Archer Avenue okay. down Resurrection Mary Road. You 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 just plundering around Myrtle's plantation. No, at night. no, you in you in the Amityville house. Mm. Okay, you hit me. You in the motherfucking uh the Dallas from the Condor. You just straddling the strand. No, you just sleep, and all of a sudden you just in Dreamland, and you in Freddy World. Okay, and that's <laughs> a just, new nightmare. That's what. And you're just walking through that fucking. And then you do that pun, new nightmare. And now you're just walking that fucking new nightmare house. Right. And then you come back to the room. Nobody was behind me. Nobody was here. 
and you whisper good night. No, I'm up. Yep. And now I'm going out. See, oh my God, you just put up with too much. That would have killed me. You mm-hmm. were a lot. You were always a lot stronger when it was came to dealing with that house than I was. Right. We're gonna talk stand. more about the house in a minute, but let's get done her story. So, she said, "I might as well start over because you just interrupted that whole thing." You want me to read it, Keisha? Because the problem is she be reading it slow, and that give me. Oh uh, well. And I got I like my. I told you I gotta go through it. I gotta speed. Okay, we well, can go ahead. You ready? Okay. We gonna take this in a whop, y'all. All right. Let me try I can tell you one quick story. It's nothing major. It was very unnerving. As I mentioned, Bruce was stressed out. I figured that once he started crapping outside his litter box, I took him to the vet and he got a clean bill of health. But he was definitely stressed out and I immediately knew why. I recounted the times before the vet visit when he would go scared. Why are you doing that to me? When he would be scared to go in the room where his litter box is. He did the usual crouching down, ears behind. Ears back, defense mode thing that cats do when there's so a threat. Like, That's the way I noticed it's around. I know you ain't insult me. No, but the way you did it, you was like, I was like, let me get that. You was like, then <laughs> <laughs> just went right on back to breathing. Like I wasn't. Going that's the way I. That's the way I notice it's around the other it's way. Hang. No, that's the way I notice it's around. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know if the listeners is catching it, but she really out here trying to play me like. No, I'm not. It's just really mine. Don't need to do that. And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, stop! You making me. That's homophobic. What you're saying? It's not. It is. You're attacking me, and I feel defensive. Okay, I'm gonna stop because I don't like. like I don't want you to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You're my best. Friend. I can't help it that my head is like that. I don't feel like lifting it with all that power and strength. <laughs> That's too much. Don't nobody got to sit like that unless you make it yourself sit like that. That means you tense. Fuck mm. is wrong with you that you that you got to sit stiff like that. I told you, you said I was that. Yeah, that that's what I said. That's the side. See, you said. I don't know. Look at it. <laughs> it's a part of your psychosis. It said you got to be on call. No, we didn't, we didn't interrupt this girl's story again. That's a, uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I am sorry, Keisha. Keisha. Oh, my God. Go it's ahead. like a disease. I'm sorry. We just going to do it. As I mentioned, Bruce was stressed out. I figured that once he started crapping, I figured that out once he started crapping outside his litter box. I took him to the vet and he got a clean bill of health, but he was definitely stressed out and I immediately knew why. I recounted the times before the vet visit when he would go, when he would be too scared to go in the room where the litter box is. He did the usual crouching down, ears back, defense mode thing that cats do when there's a threat. That's one way I notice it's around. This entity that she talking about? Mm -hmm. The other way is when he clings to me a lot more than normal, but he won't take his eyes from in front of him. He will not turn his back. So one night he was sleeping in Mimi's room. I know that because I had left out of there. I got in bed, had my Black Panther light on (laughs) because I refused to sleep in the dark. All of a sudden, I heard a really loud boom and Bruce came running out of there. I thought to myself, what the hell was that cat? Has that cat tore up now? Because he jumps on things. So I got to see, so I got up to see not even thinking it could be something else. Now I know Walter about to say, that's your first mistake. God damn it. <laughs> am I that gullible? I mean, am I that readable? Because I, you was right. I said that the, when you originally was reading the story, I said, before we did this, when we, this was a second take because we were interrupted the first time. But when we originally read this, um, this story, like just the preliminaries of it, I immediately said that. 
That was her first mistake. Why was she? You need to be willing to let that cat fend for herself or anything yeah, that goes bumping Yeah, because I said I would not do that to my cat. Yeah, I don't care, bro. No. And then you said nah, you don't if, care if it was me. It, they could be boobopping your head. Bang, bang, <laughs> bang. I ain't heard it. Wow. Unless you come in this room, unless you, you better scream out for real help. And a cat can't do that, so I can't come out there for you. You should be a cat. You should wow. be able to be on the prowl. Keep it moving. <laughs> Keep it moving. You see anything you don't like, move on, kitty. But I can't help. Mm-mm. So go ahead. You interrupted. And I agree. Oh, I'm good. I'm glad you agree. Because what came next, I still can't really explain. I got up. I get up and go to the room next door, which is Mimi's room. It's pitch black. I turn on the hallway light, and immediately I saw what looks like the side of a person made of gray smoke, like a cloudy shadow. It's like they were standing where you could only see half of them, and it just stood there. I backed out slowly and stood still. Mimi was looking and asking questions. I didn't reply. I couldn't. I took Bruce and went in my room and closed the door. I didn't sleep well that night, because a few hours later, I heard what sounded like a lot of people mingling in the next room. Uh. I, we have is, heard that, is, too. What is... We have heard no, that, too. My, my, yeah, my son has Yeah, Makai has yeah. heard that. I never in my... And I even reiterated this story mm-hmm. years before Makai was born. So I knew that he wasn't kidding. But Makai said he actually went downstairs, and it was people down there. Yeah. He said it was like a like saloon. A, a saloon, yeah. I said, God damn it. You, you got the foresight. And then my cousin told me that he went down there one night. And this is all the, the creep. This is all from the creepy house that mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier. My childhood home. And my cousin said he walked down there because he said he thought he heard a party. Yeah. And he said and he heard nothing. noises like clicking, clicking the glasses, glasses and drinking, everything. laughing, music. Oh, that's why I don't want to go there now. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> she said, I've mentioned about this happening before to y'all, but it's been a long time since that happened. Still scary and stressful. That's all for now because I'm on break at work. All right. Oh, she said, however, I do have a story to tell y'all about Mimi that happened last month about the white people down the hall. Uh, who? Oh, snap. She said she's going to send that to us. Oh, well, tell me about the white people because you know what? We're going to take, take a quick break. I think you do have that story. Is it up there on there? I'm sure she would have told you. I yep, you did. You did. So we're going to take a quick break. All right. When we call the sea, the teddy bear are here to play. If you don't complain with us, then we will kill you. We're back. We are back and... This is true ghost stories by real people, but um, we're about to read the rest, the rest of Keisha's, Keisha's story. story. Okay, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut this time, guys. Okay, I promise, Keisha. <laughs> she said, "Hey, Tiki and Walter, I just got off a little while ago, so now I have time to tell you the story about Mimi and the white people." Now I know upon hearing that how. That how it sounds. See and that I promise- right there. She knew I couldn't deny myself because it did sound like that, Geisha. I was wondering in my head, dumb white people or like white people going or like <laughs> some white people that were like down. No, what is it? Wow. I'm sorry, but she said it herself just there. <laughs> I promise you, there's a reason for that. 
So hopefully none of the other listeners get offended. So told you that up. that's what I was saying. Okay. Okay. Stop trying to. If uh, you would uh, just let me read it all the way through, then you wouldn't have to go through all I that. I wish y'all, you and the listeners would stop prohibiting me. Mm. Why? Why, <laughs> why? Why being prohibited? Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. No, don't start eating so they can turn around and talk about, and you all on the mic. Like, um, who does that? I didn't mean to. Like, No, because now people want to think that I'll it's start, me the chewing. The problem is I'll start crying, and then what? Then you look like the damn grown ass man sitting on the fucking fuck. podcast crying. Weep. <laughs> These tears will flow. Uh, For what? Because you're bothering So me. what? Don't eat on the show. I'm not we- eating. I promise you, you won't hear a sound. Okay. So for that, hopefully none of the listeners get offended. So here we go. Around mid-August of this year, I was in bed completely knocked out when Mimi comes in my room and wakes me up. She says, I'm going to close the door because Kia is bringing some people over from church to talk to me and I don't want them to bother you. I said, okay, that's fine. About 30 minutes later, she wakes me up again, all frantic. Now, before I repeat what she said, after all this happened, I text my mom what Mimi said and she thought she may be getting Alzheimer's disease because, but wasn't until I called mom and broke it down word for word is when she charged, changed her opinion because it just wasn't right. Mind you, it was exactly 6-11 and I remember that because I looked at the clock. Here's what Mimi said. I told them folks they had to leave. They ain't right. I had completely forgotten about the church people. So I said, huh? Mimi continues. Them white folks came in here and don't know how they got here. I told them they had to go or I was going to call the police. I said, what white folks? Where were they? Where were they? You didn't let them in? She says, no. Someone knocked on the door. I looked out the peephole. There was no one out there. And so I turned around and looked down the hallway in front of your room. And it was two white people standing there. It was a man and a woman. And they asked me, did I think the people next door would let them in? And I told them, I don't know. But they better get the fuck out of here <laughs> before I call the police. That's what I'm talking about. I was like, what the fuck? And immediately woke up after hearing that. Mimi continues. They kept asking me the same question. If I thought the people next door went with nothing else. And I kept trying to get them to leave and threatened to call the police again. Well, they finally left and I didn't know how they got in here because I didn't let them up in here. I asked her. Was she was she okay? She said she was fine and that she was going back to bed now that they were gone. So I sat there and I thought about it for a second because there's that's one of the craziest things I've heard. And I just happened to notice it was super early in the morning and daylight hadn't completely broke through yet. So it was still just a little dark and I thought to myself, why would church people be out this this early mm-hmm. my mom is a jehovah witness and they do their work early in the morning but daylight is full and popping by the time they are out no it's not Keisha. it's too early in the morning i don't want to be disrespectful it really do be <laughs> like 10 it's too early in the morning people be asleep people be asleep it's like 10 people be asleep don't try to play Keisha. let me tell you something you know who be asleep <laughs> sinners laid up in the cusp of their filth <laughs> wake up and hear the good news <laughs> That's the problem. Yes, right. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with the good news at 10 a.m. in the morning. You, when, you should want to hear it. Because he woke you up. No, they woke you up. 
he had watched over you, but you you alerted me to to to, to wakefulness, and for that, I'm angry. Mm. I told you never to wake me up. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I had to pause because I thought I heard something. But then again, it could be the weed. <coughs> this certainly wasn't the weed because this is my my. I'm sorry, listeners. This, this is my this cancer weed medication, that, this, and so I know it hasn't done anything ill to you. No, I didn't say it was doing anything ill to me. It ain't make you hurt nothing. You okay. Heard Don't play. Bad. And they, okay, they do their work early in the morning, but daylight is full and popping. By this time, they are out there. So I knew that wasn't what time this was. Excuse Mm. me. So I sat there and I pieced everything together and I immediately knew that wasn't right. Because how to thin people get in here if she didn't let them in? I mean, she said they knocked on the door and she turned around and they were there. One thing I do have to mention is last year Mimi did that did say that there was a man in a black outfit with a big hat that would knock on the door, and when she would look out the peephole, he would never lift his head for her to see him. His face, he only showed up two times, has not shown up again. I remember researching it and seeing the other people said that they saw this very same entity, and neither one of them could explain it. Explain it either. I just, like, couldn't. And I remember mentioning this to one of my friends who is into demonology and actually study study of it. And he said he wasn't sure if it was a demon, but whatever it was, was not good. And to never open the door and let it, and let it in. So I'm thinking that somehow it's got, it's got in here or that's what's already here. And they're just all of a sudden starting to get worse. But anyway, back to the story. I text my mom and I told her what happened and she had me called her to which I explain word for word, just exactly like I'm telling you all exactly what happened. And she came to the conclusion that she didn't think it was Alzheimer's. She thinks it's them messing with her because why would they ask her if she thought the people next door would let them in? How they got in there and so many other questions. It was definitely a scary situation and I didn't want to, didn't want to leave me alone for the rest of the day. <clears throat> but she told me to go ahead because I had to go to work, so I asked, was everything okay? I asked her, and anything else happened when I got back. And she said no, she was fine, and that she thinks it was all a dream, which I think is complete bullshit, and that she just tried to downplay what happened because that's what Mimi does. She likes to call whatever it is in here a child and pretend like it's not a threat when I obviously... I remember that about Mimi. it can be. I remember that about Mimi from the original story. Keisha, I told you then that you should have hit the bricks because if something can walk into your house without you opening the door, what power do you have over it? So, good thing Mm-mm. is nothing Run that, away, uh, Simba. that elaborate has happened since then. She has told me that she has seen a woman walk in the kitchen and she said her name was Gloria. We don't know anyone named Gloria and nobody ever really comes over. Like I said, it's a very scary situation, and I'm glad that it hasn't gotten worse. Just out the building. And I hope it continues to stay that way because that is very, very stressful. I would like to hear your input and what y'all think. Mimi is 92 years old, so Alzheimer's is not out of the question. 
But the way she said everything just let me know that something actually happened to her. And it just doesn't feel right. Because like I said, she's mentioned this Gloria person at least once or twice. But other than that, she's totally fine and end of sound mind with no problem. So I don't know. Thanks for listening as always. If anything else happens, trust me, I'll let you know. Mm. Now I feel bad because she not get you. Because when you was ending that story and you was wrapping it up and she was telling me about not wanting to leave me me alone, mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, I was saying out loud to myself, but I kept it quiet because I promised I wouldn't say anything mm-hmm. through the video. I was thinking, I love my grandmother dearly, but there is no way in hell <laughs> that I wouldn't have gotten out of that house. What? Her grandmother is 92 years old. Is that her grandma? Yeah. What's she wrong with you? Grandma? It's her grandmother. That's what she called her it's grandma? It's her mother's mother. Are you sure? Ask Keisha. Keisha. Now, I know you're going to listen to this story. Tell me, because I think I need to re-clarify. Is Mimi your grandma? Yes. Mimi uh, let is me tell her you grandmother. That's beautiful. B was my grandma. And again, ass and elbows. Ass and elbows. Tiki's my mother. (laughs) Ass and elbows. So if I moved to California and you came to visit and some shit went on. Hey, I don't even want you in California anyway. So come on, now we leaving. (coughs) You can't stay in these substandard conditions. So. Time to go. You would be saying ass and elbows if you say if you heard something. Hey, no, get you, out. We would be saying L- ass no, and I'm elbows. No, I'm not going. Now, how about I do that to you? No, I'm not going. Oh, well, since <laughs> it told me to go and it was right, right. I ain't got to deal with my own problems back at uh, Winter Grove Memorial. Uh, that's the name you gonna call your estate? <laughs> oh no, Winter Grove Memorial. I don't like that. I don't like that. That don't sound right. It sounds like a, a cemetery. It do, don't it? Yeah. It's why would you name to. it that? Winter Grove. Oh, y'all gonna be buried there. No, I don't. What? Yeah, now yeah, you yeah. want to make the land sour? <laughs> the soil of a man's heart. That's sour. Man. I don't think you should bury people on your land. It seemed to me like I, the the land that Keisha House is buried on is sour. I don't because know. Listen, why, why? Why do you keep coming in and out? The, unless it's attached to Mimi. I think that was my original thought. When we first heard Keisha's original story, that it might have been attached to me, man. Right. Because it don't seem like much of this be going on. You might feel something here or there, but all of these sightings and stuff. Mm. I'm not with it. I'm, I, You know what's crazy? Um, I'd have been out of there so fast, Keisha got to work, and by the end of work shift, I'd have been looking for to do extra shifts. <laughs> I'm not coming back. So, I'd, have, I'd have got up enough money, give me a couple of little nights in a cheap hotel. She's not going to leave her grandmother. Like, what's up with you? Send my regards to Broadway. <laughs> I'm out of here. That's sad. That means if that was I'm me, you would here. leave me. Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. I can't say <laughs> nothing like this. what I look like. Wow. what I look like. Putting myself in jeopardy with things I can't contain. This you really do that? This ain't no, these ain't people you can, you can be like, let's go. You can box them around and try to defend yourself. Nah, any two times you knock on my motherfucking door and then orb like like Leo the white lighter behind me, that's not even orbing because you ain't hear no jingle. So I'm assuming they fucking blink like a demon. Boom, you're there. They Are didn't you know kidding they me? Said, but who would, how, like, how do they just can't, okay, she, they knocked on the door so they said, no, we gonna come on in. Like, they were, yeah, what is that? That's a fucking uh, alien. And so, that's some, the, that's some futuristic the, first technology. First of all, who are the people next door? I don't know, that's but, some, that's I, another but question, maybe better to me because I would have been like, yup, they always open the door for Jehovah's Witnesses. Good day to you, sir. 
<laughs> Let me show you out. <laughs> nah. Man, Mimi bold as shit, so uh, the fact that she didn't flip out, that kind of leaned towards, like, make you wonder, was it, is it like, yeah, is, is it, it real or is it all harmony? Yeah, I was I thinking know if that you, too. Like, if you fully lucid, you're going to be like, hold the fuck up. Right. How do you boop, boop, and then you're in my fucking yeah, house? Yeah, really in your You're right going to shriek. Ah! But I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to discredit the fact that she said that's what it was. I'm but no, saying, she. But then remember, she like, also said that Mimi play that play it off like, like Mimi Ben was doing that. that that's some shit. Be with them. Act like she tell herself that she secretly opened that door. But the thing no, is, my mom Keisha better be because I would say some real stuff. I don't think I don't think of that. No, no. As, yeah, because yeah, was she was wild. She would have said my mom. <laughs> And my mom had been looking out that door, and she already was going to say no, thank you. So she not opening she her door. So she door. not opening her door. And That's if she really turned around and you in her house, <laughs> the first thing she going to scream, and then she going to call me. Or Walter. And yeah, she not playing, because she know damn well that's and not the right. the sick part is, if she called me, bro, and I came down upstairs, and there was people in there, and she started telling me about it right while they was there. While she talking, I'm going to unlock this. <laughs> I hope you want to grab her. Fuck that! If she don't see me opening that front door! And she posing what? Get it together or leave it alone. Because <laughs> my... I'm sorry. Once again, she can either move with me because my ass and elbows is out the door. Wow, I haven't seen what type of person you are. You need, to, you need to know it. And I want you to believe it in your heart more than you believe in Jesus. Don't ever in your mind get us in a sticky situation and doubt that I will leave you. Ooh. I need you to protect yourself in a bad in a bad way because I I, I I I certainly am not the man to do it. Can't deal with any kind of specter or spook. That's not something you can fight. And then the shadow man. I don't even. I do want to comment about that. The um, thing at the I've door. I've heard that it's not always bad. I'm not saying to accept that because I, I I'm telling you, I, my experience, I was terrified. What are you talking about? The thing at the door? The shadow man with the top hat with the um keep knocking on the door. No, but she said it's at the front door. And then she And goes, he don't lift his head. And he don't lift his head. But you know that, like, with the top hat. Let me tell you something. He she knocked, said he was all in black. He didn't knock on my motherfucking door. She... He didn't knock on my door. You do some shit like that to me, I'd have... See, that's how he... I don't think he was really trying to scare me, the shadow man, because he didn't do anything that was... It, he was horrifying, but it, he didn't do nothing great. Like, that type of shit, I see something like that, and you don't lift up your head. Man, the shadow man did something to me. Myself. I don't know what you're talking about. Because when it's just like, when he came through that door, it, first of all, the fear that he drew in my spirit before he even hit the steps. It was like you could, and you know darn well in real life. You can't hear them You cannot hear, because the way my house was built is, it was, what, we was on the second floor. Mm-hmm. And you and the door was like underneath my room. Yep. But the the walls was thick. It's not like they were Mm-mm. thin walls or thin floors. You couldn't like really hear running around unless it was really like mm-hmm. chasing. Like, but to be able to hear that doorknob jiggle like as hard as what it I'm was jiggling. You, no, I'm telling my story. What I'm saying to you says is he never jiggled that doorknob. It's all a projection because he never spoke words to me. That well, shit was like all I said, he jiggled that doorknob. And when that door knocked, that, that was the fear that I'm talking about. Going That's the fear that was starting to build up because mm. now not only am I thinking somebody is breaking in the house. I got my kids in here. I'm in the, we in the dark. Like mm. what's going on? Mm. It's the fear. Your heart is 
beaten. And then as soon as that thought came up, like I was like, I'm going to go. I'm just shut the door. And if I have to, I was thinking if I have to put y'all on that roof to jump down. Because you know how, and I'm not, but if I had to, if it was really somebody, I would have really did that to y'all. To capture that. That's the heart of H.H. Holmes. That's when you were able to turn off your empathy and now thrust your children out of a window, calling yourself saving them. First of all, you kind of always wanted to toss us out of a window. That's a damn lie. First of all, I don't know why. Don't toss me out the window. I prefer to be shot dead than cold in the streets. I don't know why he's telling the story like that. He knows how my room was built. Let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck if it was right there. I don't give a fuck if it was a a little bounce on my ass. No, but don't do that. I don't want to fall from no height. I don't like rolling. But you know darn well it was not no height. You would have landed on your feet. And buckled. <laughs> I don't know you kidding. I might have survived, but I would have buckled Listen, forward when that pressure came down on my motherfucking kneecaps. I wasn't kneecaps. gonna push you like, like fly, like no, goddamn. Even if you just let me drop I down, I would have put you on the roof. You know, you could come in and out of my window, and you could be on the roof. You know what I'm talking about? Oh my god! You remember how the roof, like outside my window? Um, yeah, but we would have had to stretch right over. We'd had to stretch over. That was in that was in Taleb's room. You had your air conditioner there. Yours went straight down to the um, bottom of the thing. And I it used wasn't to throw even high. Something. It wasn't high. It wasn't high. high, but what I'm saying to you, sis, is I don't want to do it. Well, then I won't do it. Yeah, that's what I prefer. That's what I want. <laughs> that's what I want. Rather than going down there, I don't know Well, what whatever. Yeah. So at the time, the fear that was adrenaline you. and fear pumping all at once, I could have had a heart attack. And <laughs> when then I'm thinking in my mind, I'm going to jump up. And as soon as I'm thinking I'm gonna jump up and shut the door, mm-hmm. you could hear it. That I, that sound I'll never forget when it was coming up them stairs, my God. and it was so fast. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't even got a chance to run. You told I'm, me this story so many times, but each time you tell this part, it brings like water to it my eyes. It is because it's so terrifying. Like it's terrifying. Like and then just the, you hear it. It was so clear in my ear, and you don't understand because my door was shut. And everything. And that's else. what I'm trying to get you to understand. It's a projection. Man, no way in hell would you have been able to hear it that clearly. Yes, and he I did. wants you and to it hear like, it that clearly. He liked to build up that fear, like and then that. I think he just drank. Like imagine saying, "I'm gonna just get ready, wake them up, and shut the door and lock it." Mm-hmm. And then you hear, yeah. That's how quick he was up them steps. Yeah. That's how quick it was up them steps. It, and then I'm like, oh, God, I can't even lock it. So now more shit. I yeah. can't even lock it. I don't even got time. What the fuck? So now what, you better just lay what back the fuck and relax. Happen? And, so then, and enjoy the wicked ride. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just going to lock the door. And the door, it just slid open. Like, I don't know, but it was so quick. And all I seen was like, oh, my God, Jesus. Just telling this story is giving me chills. It was like he was so tall, darker than dark, mm-hmm. had the top hat. I was be saying eight feet. I feel like he was Man, to I the ceiling. I feel like he was to that ceiling. He was to the he ceiling. Was, that top hat was damn near touching that he ceiling. He wasn't to the ceiling in the room, in the Man. middle room. Because you know the, the middle room had high ceilings. Man. He came above the bunk bed. And once again, this this is crazy because years later, this was, you remember I was telling you how when I used to lay in the back room, I could see with my eyes shut. Mm-hmm. This is years later. So this is like, I'm like now 13, 14. So when he, when he, when I woke up, I couldn't see anything but the darkness of the room. Right. But I felt something heavy in the room. It was like, a, like it was just radiating fear towards me. And I, or I was radiating it like I, like I had felt it in my sleep and I woke up afraid. <laughs> right. And it was just pouring off of me. And so I'm just looking like out my peripheral vision. Something said, keep your motherfucking head. Keep your eyes straight up. Right. And, and cause you know, the bunk beds was above us. I didn't want Makai to sleep above me because, you know, at that time he was still peeing himself. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't want him to pee on me, so he, he was in the bed. He was right next to me. Right. And something said, keep your head, your eyes straight up. And I'm just looking at the, the like, the, the, the top bed. I know tears wanted to come out your eyes. because you Not, They weren't coming yet. 
But they, but I knew something like, and I wasn't frozen in fear. Like I couldn't move. I could move, but something in the back of my brain said, was screaming, look. don't you move. Don't yeah, just lay there like a stiff there. puppet. And I, re- I just did it. And then like, I'm looking out my peripheral vision. You know, I got good peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. It was even better at that time. Right. And I, in the shadow, I can see like, I can make out an outline, but I couldn't see nothing, but I didn't want to see that. So I closed my eyes. No sooner do I close my eyes, the middle room come right into focus. It's as if, it's as if I'm out of, I'm looking above it now. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm all around the room. Mm-hmm. I can see everything like in a 360. Right. And now I can see clearly the outline of him. Mm. Now at that time I thought I was tripping, but I clearly remember seeing a top hat and his head was way above the top of the bunk bed. The bed blocked my view. I shouldn't have known that he had on a top hat. Right. Not with my regular eyes. I wouldn't have been able to tell that. And then I was able to see the bottom of the bunk bed, and you know that's beneath me. And I could see that he had fucking uh, like a cloak that had three stri- like strikes through it mm-hmm. that made it like, you know, the triangle, like a Batman cape. You know how it get triangular at the bottom? Right. He had three of them that went through the thing. Yeah. And yeah. I could see that he was just tall. It was just an outline of a really tall man, and I knew he had on a top hat and a cape. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't talk my company off like that. Then, like, I'm trying to tell you my fear. My fear is, like, when I... I like when I look, cause like when I when he came through the door, I hurried up and put my covers over my. Like you knew. Like I just knew something was mm. great big, and I was just it. And you know what's real about that? And when people be like, "Why didn't you? Why don't you pray? Or why didn't you?" you uh, don't think about no, it. and that's real life because people always be like, "Well, what if? Why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you?" Try? At that time, when stuff really be it's happening in quick. life, it's really too, it's quick, too quick to you react. Gotta throw out expelliarmus because you don't have no other charms in your back pocket. At but that I'm moment. serious, like that. It's like when people get shot, or people Harry be Potter like, "Why didn't you it. run?" Or you know what I'm saying? Just real stuff in real in life. It's really. How quick that was, you really had no time to even think. Like, I was just laying there, and I'm just thinking, oh, God, just whatever's going to happen now, because I don't know what this is. And I'm just looking out my covers like this, right? So then I'm pulling it back down, because I'm tripping. I really had to look, because you know me. You're I a freak like that. I said it. I, you're, I think look. you're a necrophilia. So I'm looking. <laughs> you're into death. I was looking at the whole outline, and I'm just looking, gazing like this nigga. And I'm looking in my head. He got a top hat. Why in the world? And then I'm thinking, look at this cape. I'm just looking, how, and then I see his how eyes. How are you able to like see the cape, red. bro? I can see, and I don't how know. How are you able to see the cape? You're sitting on a bed, bro. You're sitting on a bed. Your bed is above his his uh his leg, his bottom leg. How yep, are you able to project yep. that and he I had on tell, a fucking and it was cape? Like ruffled, like, and you yeah, knew at the bottom he had them fucking like, slits. And I said that. How? Then, when you said that shit, it brought tears to my eyes when you relived this story to me yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Because I knew that I wasn't tripping. How did I know he had on a top hat? And then look, I'm steady saying. Okay, because now I'm really, you know me, I'm always going to second guess some stuff. Because you always second guess so yourself, like, your eyes, like you crazy or something. I'm like, I know I'm dreaming. See? This man, this thing turned around with an insult, and I could hear it so clear as day. That's when I heard this voice. And it's not and, the but voice But it wasn't your his head. voice. It's not your it inner monologue. It was my voice, mm. but it was like, I could hear it coming out of some, it was, I can't explain it. It was like a voice that I heard, but I'm hearing it in my head, his mouth not moving. Yeah. And he just standing there gazing, gazing at me. Gazing at me. I don't see and no lips are moving. He was like, I hear words spoken. But I'm, I'm getting this feeling like, if I was, if you was dreaming, could I do this? And he grabbed the mm. ashtray or the cigarettes or something that was on my windowsill mm. and started jiggling them right. And I'm looking at these cigarettes Jiggle. moving. He wanted you to n- dictate. 
I am not your normal ghost. I'm not the white people you saw as a kid standing in the oh door. Oh, my God. I'm not, like, the jingles that go off in your mom's house. I'm not any footsteps going bump in the oh night. Oh, my God. I'm here. I'm real. And then oh you just project all of this fear. And I feel like he just he just gobbled that shit up like, and like, then like as fresh soon as he did that, he, he did that. And when he did that, I knew it was real. I threw them covers over my head. And I just kept, I shut my eyes. And the only thing I could do was call on Jesus. And I was like, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And I kept saying it. And when I said it like the third time, like something got a hold of him because I could hear it. It was like, when I tell you the same way he came in is the same way he went out. And I'm literally meaning the same way. You can hear him glide across my floor. You can hear him shut the door. You can hear him back down the stairs. You can hear him. It's like a zip out the door. You can hear the door shut and jiggle a little bit, and that's it. Mm. When I tell you, I, when I got out of that, I sat up. When I tell you, my head was pounding. The worst headache. I remember, I headache. just remember saying, Walter, 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 get up, get up, get up. Because I needed something. I don't know. I needed some sugar, something to drink. I just juice. remember saying, I need something. Juice. I need something. And then you Walter just juice. was like, what happened? What you see? And then I and then when he came back upstairs, he was like, "When I took that shit down them stairs, I when I went to, down them stairs, I knew I could see that fear. And it's only so many amount of things that put that type of shit on somebody. And I know what I was feeling. Right. And you look reminiscent of how I looked at B. Did when I? She, you were horrified, I don't see bro. How I look. You looked horrified, like like when they say person seen a ghost, like you was ashen. You are you serious? Because like I don't know what wet, I look like. Like I wet. remember being so wet, like sweaty. You like you had like some like like if the witch in my mind I thought it was either the witch had rolled your back mm-hmm. and it was a bad one, mm-hmm. or you you had son you had seen the Dundada <laughs> had come for you. And, and oh, as I when I got to the kitchen, right you know when you turn the stairs and you go right into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. As soon as I turned the stairs and I hit the light. And turned on the um and grabbed the juice out the refrigerator. I would just, it, the thought hit my head. You know how my clear cognizance do. Right. How it hit my stomach and something was just like, what if she seen the shadow man? No sooner do I get back up them stairs. And I was like, you just like, you, you know the crazy part is he watched me. He, I grabbed I grabbed the juice. Yeah. And I remember drinking that you took juice. Took it back straight. Like I took that dead. gallon of milk back. It was gone. I took it straight. Then it you was take like it back. I felt like he did on um Sir Stir Echoes. Echoes. Yes, if anybody's ever seen Stir Echoes with Kevin Bacon, it's a good movie. But when he used to see that spirit come out of nowhere he and he it. would have to drink orange juice, he was keeping it by the He was going through it because she wasn't going away. See, that's not my tolerate that. But I don't yes, have orange that's juice. That's how money. I felt. And you looked he at me. He clearly had a limitless supply of orange juice money. And I remember you just staring at me. Because and I, I wanted them down. And he was like, What did you see? And I was like, and you was like, yeah, right. And I was like, Walter, I seen what y'all saw. And I said, what, what did he look saw. like? What did he and then look I like? went to proceed to tell you this. I said the whole story that I just told y'all. And I knew. And then I got to the part where I said, Walter, he was like, he had on this cape. And it yes. was like slits at the bottom. Now, now, I don't believe that when Monty and Walter told me their stories years ago, mind you, I don't remember you even throwing it. I never the talked about the slits. And that's what made you believe I never me. talked about the slits. I talked about the top hat. Monty talked about the top hat. 
Right. That was all that went into that story. Right. When you said them three fucking Batman slits at the bottom and you explained it, you was like, it's three slits. And then that's when I was like, like, like Batman's cape. Right. And you was like, yeah, like sliced up, like, like, like Zorro, like a motherfucker <laughs> just sliced in a V. It's at the bottom of it. And I knew I was like, whew, he yeah. came for you. I did not. I, That's the great Dundalk. It was Dundana. weird because when you were telling me the story, it's just like what we doing right now, like telling our you experiences. You don't really believe it, and you listening, and you, you believe like, it, but it's but like you believe it, but you didn't go but through it. When you so. see that motherfucker. Because when Monty was telling me, I was, but I was really in I was always with her. scared when she would tell me that story. And I think that's, he knew that he was, I was a prime suspect. Because every time she would tell me that story, it it, it, it put something in me. Now, people with a rational brain that try to rationalize spirits and shit, they would try to say, like, she implanted that shit and having the mind of a child, that was my imagination. Mm. But that, that, get the fuck out of here. I woke out of a stone cold napper. <laughs> and you know I can sleep. <laughs> You know when it comes to sleep, I close these yeah. fucking eyes, and that's what, I'm dreaming a dream. Yes, I told you never to wake heavy. me up. He sleeps heavy. So no way in hell. When I tell you my eyes clicked open like I was a robot, like mm. somebody had just turned me on, like 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 they pushed my power button, and I just boop, I was awake, wow. shrouded in fear instantly. Who who the fuck wakes up just covered in fear? Yeah, when you see the shadow man, it's looked like... over and there he was, girl. He just stood there. He didn't even move, but I could see his outline, like, just standing there. And did you see his eyes? I didn't see no eyes. Because I think I seen red. They were, like, really, really dark. I heard he had It was, like, glistening, but not really glistening. I saw no eyes. It was really dark. He was just, I saw a masked shadow man that stood in the shadow. What is it? What is it? I think Because I've heard a lot of different different things. Like, it's there for, to warn you of bad things. Some people say that he don't come maliciously. Yeah. But I feel like he didn't come maliciously. He wasn't mean malicious to me either, because now that I'm an adult, I was doing a lot of terrible things at that time. And he I was too. I definitely was. And bad I probably little boys have bad things happen. <laughs> and I was being awful, and he was telling me what what, what and could then happen. You know what I would what, yeah. what's going on. So and he wanted like... he he showed you the whole thing of what could happen. Yeah. Somebody coming in your motherfucking house, running up these stairs, and here I am. Yeah. That's some. Re- he didn't and touch now, you. That's what I'm he saying. He don't do none of that. He not like the. It's not like. Sleep paralysis, like the witch riding your back. You're not held down by any force other than your no, own common you can sense. Move. You can move. It's your common everything. sense that say, lay the fuck back and take this ride. <laughs> he could do anything. But why do you gotta come like that? Why you can't just? I don't know. <laughs> Other people have said he don't come to them like that. He come peaceful. Peaceful. Yeah. Some people say it's the same man that you meet at the crossroads. Which would mean his Papa Legba, if you know anything about Voodoo. I see, every time I see him, he got a cane in the top hat. Yeah, he reminds me so much of him, but I don't think that's his That's not what I saw. I saw some people <laughs> say he come dressed as a fucking monk. I'd have seen that girl. I'd have been out of that bed, middle bedroom so bad. I think B, though, because if she wasn't such a light sleeper, because when I tell you I did not move in that bed as he kept repeating it, bad little boys had bad things happen to him. He was getting more and more aggressive he in was my mind. It. He just kept repeating that shit like a mantra. No, see, when he started that, if I could do this, how if, if I if you was dreaming, would you be able to see this? The first thing I needed to say was just, no, I'm, yeah, I see it, and I see you got to go. Because at the end of the day... <laughs> you knew immediately to I, say Jesus? I knew that immediately. That did not come into my mind, girl. He was... he all he, My thoughts were gone. It was not my voice in my head. It was gruff. It was dark. It was yes. just like bad little boys had bad things. And it was just like on a repeat. And so I just am laying there like this, laid back and straight. Like, first of all, now, now that you think about it, he probably wouldn't even come for you. Was no, he was talking clean to me. Person. Because at that time, bringing up Makai. Thank you for bringing up Makai. At that time, I started, my original, the first plan was to try to get Makai to wake up so we could endure this together. 
<laughs> wow. So I What happened tapping. to Ron? I, I can't. How the hell am I? He right there. No, but you was doing all that. Like I, I was, said, I'm waking him up. What I'm happened to Ash and Elbows? You can't be Ash and Elbows. You have to learn about fight or flight. <laughs> and in that moment, my body said, lie. Yes, because I damn sure didn't talk about you. And I was <laughs> no, a grown ass. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> so I'm right. tapping him. I'm doing everything to Makai. Like, where he can't see. I'm, I'm, I mean, I tore that boy's arm up, probably. Mm. With so many scratches and pinches. It's fine. It's a wonder Just what, trying like, to get him to start. And I know that. he knew I was doing this yeah. shit. So then, as he started getting more and more aggressive, bad little boys had bad things happen to him. I started... You could have gently... lost your mind. What if you just started <laughs> <Sorry>. shaking? Like... <laughs> and forever said that shit. Like, forever yeah. said... That means my brain is set and intact. That means I got a good, cool stand in mind. Right. I could deal with some Imagine intense situations. That, though, for real. Because I could have lost my mind. But I was just, like, gently with my foot. Like rapidly, fucking gently tapping the door, click, click, tapping the wall, mm-hmm. and you know her, right beside that wall her mirror is, and you know it, it shakes, yeah, and then it bounces against her wall and make that loud make clap. That right, tap, so yeah. I was like, clink, 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 just doing that shit while he drilling it in my head. <laughs> Bad little boys, he didn't give a fuck. He, he never stopped that shit <laughs> that until until my mom walked in that room. He did not shut up. I, he, I feel like now at this age, I think back on it. I think he I, probably would have said he might have said. He might have said, bad little boys have been... As she was... As the state was fine, as he was That's how he sounded? That's how he might have sounded. I don't know, because he didn't stop that shit. <laughs> nah, he didn't sound like that, because as soon as he was gone, it's, she came in there like a saving grace. And what did you say because to her? Because as soon what as... What did happen? I know you... Because your first instinct is to drink. You that, need to, that was the first thing I, I did. I know you would... I would have so, said... I was, <laughs> I did, oh, my God. You don't understand. As soon as I got up, yes. she was like, oh, what are you doing in here banging on that door? I rolled over. Makai... Got past you don't her. Care I where rushed down at. them stairs. Yeah, I ain't give a fuck that it was pitch black down the stairs that didn't. day. I because after seeing that, anything is feasible. <laughs> if he can do that, who? If you out here, whom can touch me? <laughs> what more could you do that ain't already been done? Yeah, huh? that's real. I was socially, clearly socially raped. So there was no more harm you could do to me. You were socially raped? Clearly. Because he took something from me that night. He did. And when I got to that refrigerator, it was a full gallon of milk, I tell you. I know. My mom snapped about that milk. She did, I didn't drink it plain. Don't get crazy. She had chocolate syrup beside it, and I poured it into the <laughs> whole gallon. She still snapped all her she gallon did, of milk. It was gone her. down me. <laughs> I needed it. I know you did. That calcium came in my bones and strengthened me. Yes, I don't know what the fuck he took. I know yeah. ran up the steps. I don't know what he took. What did my but she was still standing there I after I finished she the milk because I punished it in like two minutes. Damn, and threw the carton away. She was like, what was you doing knocking on my door? And I said, why would you turn off the TV? <laughs> I told you I don't like sleeping in the dark in this house. I told you that before I moved out of, out of that room and I even got that room and I got this room. I told you I don't like the TV off. I just want to sleep with the TV on. I woke up and the whole room was dark. Why would you come in there? <laughs> you had old meltdowns. snapped. And he had just told me about that not minutes before. Because this was a time when I was a teenager, and you know, you get angry, you be hot, so I was being mouthy <laughs> and rebellious. And, he just told, and here I am, like, drilling into her. Why would you? <laughs> because that, why would you do that to me? You know I don't sleep in the dark, and then for me to wake up plunged in darkness. I felt like why I was in fucking... she turned it off? She, come on now, she the only one roaming in the night, keeping the bop. <laughs> that TV ain't go off on its own. The Parkers was on when I closed my eyes. I wake up to a, a specter. <laughs> And on that note, I think we need to take another commercial break. We'll be right back.
right, guys, we're back. You read this. Um, for this last little bit of negative story, we're going to talk about a famous haunting, Shirley's yes. Plantation. Okay. Gracing the southern Virginia colony and commanding a view of the James River, Shirley Plantation began building in 1723 by Edward Hill III for his daughter Elizabeth. Hill's sister Martha had left for England to study, leaving behind an undesigned portrait of herself. Mm. An unsigned portrait of herself. A strong mouth and deep eyes dominated the painting, almost daring one to ignore its presence in the room. Martha later married an Englishman, Hugh Griffith, and remained in England. Though the portrait is known by the family as Aunt Pratt, no one seems to know the source of the name Pratt. In 1858, long after Martha's death, the family noticed the painting rocking violently against the wall above the mantel in a third-story bedroom. Moving the noisy portrait to the attic only intensified its turbulent actions. Knocking was heard around the house, and word got out that the plantation was infected with a rather boisterous picture. The Civil War soon surrounded the plantation, and the residents of Shirley were caught up in the turmoil of having their home returned, having their home turned into a field hospital, as General McKellen transported over 8,000 injured and dying men out of Virginia. You know. Sorry, that's our cat using the litter. Go. Sorry. With their access to the James River close by, injured men were transferred onto Union ships and the dead were buried in the family cemetery. There is no mention of Pratt's activity during this time. They probably had more pressing matters to worry about. After peace ensued, the portrait was taken out of storage in the attic and placed on the first floor in a place of honor for the old gal. Though happy for a while, it soon began its rocking in the haunt and the hunt was on for some place that the picture would remain quiet. Finally placing the picture in Martha's second floor bedroom, it remained relatively quiet for the next few years. In 1974, the Virginia Travel Council loaned the portrait with other items associated with psychic phenomena to an exhibit at Rockefeller Plaza in New York. Once placed in a display window, the picture began to rock so vigorously that the seal of... Virginia, which was placed beside it, began to sway from side to side in front of spectators. Aunt Pratt made her national, televi her national television debut on NBC TV as a reporter on his way to lunch stopped by to see what all the ruckus was about and caught the rocking on tape. It caused such a disturbance that it was removed from the exhibit and, and crated up. The night shift reported hearing crying and rocking in the storage room. One morning it was found on the floor outside the storage locker. Some thought she was making a break for the exit. After Virginia, after being returned to Virginia, the portrait was taken to Linden Galleries in Richmond, Virginia to help repair the damage to the frame. While there, workers would tell of bells ringing, though there were no bells on the property. The portrait was finally placed back at Shirley Plantation and is seemingly happy in its second floor bedroom. Tours are available of the mansion, though you may have to pay more to see it rock. What? I guess that was supposed to be funny. I don't like that. Uh, that was nice for a famous haunting. Why you picked that one? I don't know. This is what you like the word plantation? I do. That's why we go into Oak Valley Plantation. Oak Valley? Yeah. Where that's at? What better place? Where that's at? I, guess, I don't know. What better place 
to film a movie about creatures that walk the night in Oak Valley Plantation in Louisiana. Mm. Seen in numerous films, including Interview with a Vampire, the plantation has its own way of making visitors feel welcome. A canopy of tall oak trees shield visitors from sunlight as it frames the main house. Its soft pink walls beckon to you to relax under the formidable veranda. It is no wonder that the original family was loath to leave it. The wealthy Creole family, the Romans, have left an indiable, stop, indiable mark on the mountains. A lady in black strolls the window's walk, strolls the widow's walk, or beneath the shade of the oaks. Could she be the spirit of Louise Roman? As a young woman, she ran to escape the amorous advances of a drunken sailor and fell, slicing open her leg on the iron hoop frame. Gangrene set in, and to save her life, doctors amputated the leg beneath the knee. Was the drama of that night carved into the life of the oaks? Does she still walk beneath the trees of her youth? Louise, in her late twenties, founded a covenant in New Orleans, a convent in New Orleans, and died peacefully many years later. So perhaps not. Employees at the plantation are regularly visited by the paranormal. Lights turn off and on during tours. Torches as they touches as they walk by certain rooms. The smell of lavender wafts through the room of the original lady of the house, along with the presence of a shadow just out of the corner of your eye. Phantom carriages have been heard riding up the gravel road. The clip-clop of hooves resounding in the stillness that sometimes accompanies the sound. A child's weep. Weeping is playing, a child's weep is heard, being carried through time and echoes in the empty mansion. Recently, a candlestick flew across the room while a tour was being conducted. Visions of a violent and deadly struggle accompanied one woman while on tour. She watched as two men of the house wrestled with a Confederate soldier. The soldier is pushed from a second floor balcony. His body was then dragged to the river and rolled in. Mm. Later, a house guest reported intense. Is this back what pain. she saw? Yeah. Mm. intense back pain while on the veranda. As he moved away, the pain lessened but returned if he ventured back to the spot. He was so amazed by the experience that he shared it with his hostess, who then revealed that this was the area in which the scuffle in the vision had taken place. Clocks hold a time all their own at Oak Valley. In a southern custom, the clocks are stopped at the exact moment of the last, owner, of the last owner's death, in this case, 7.30. The clocks were not touched again since. Recently, several guys have found that many of the clocks were set to different hours around the house. Did they reflect the death of other family members, or do they follow the mysterious ticking of a clock only heard but never seen in the mansion? Perhaps the most intriguing question at Oak Valley pertains to a certain photo taken by Mr. Bernard of Saint of Fort Worth, Texas. While touring the rooms, he snapped a picture in the master bedroom. When the picture was developed, the shade of a woman with waist-length chestnut-colored hair appeared to be gazing out the French doors toward the alley. When sending the photograph back to Oak Alley for their opinion, at first glance, they thought it was a dressmaker's mannequin that is displayed in the room. Of course, however, the mannequin is headless, so you may draw your own conclusions. Okay, how you see chestnut waist-length hair and the, the, the mannequin headless? So like furthermore, that. why would you write me back and say you thought it might have been the mannequin when you knew damn well the mannequin was headless? <laughs> Don't insult me. You know like damn that. well that ain't what's happening. Right. She was there. 
You know? Stop reading these um plantations. I don't like that. Why? It's creeping me out. <laughs> I don't know. It's just creeping me out. That's corny. Uh, I mean, it is. It's a lot of... It's, it's sounds and stuff happening all around me. Oh no, I don't like it. Well, these are like a just like a list of places that are haunted. They got this is in Texas. A place called, I guess the city is called Marion. Mm. It's called Jefferson, the Good Shepherd Clinic. The clinic? Yeah. The Good Shepherd Clinic. That yeah. sounds haunted. The clinic used to be the old Jefferson Hospital. The ambulance crews used one section of the old hospital as living quarters. The workout room used to be the nursery. There is one room in the quarters that they will not go into. Some have said that they have seen shadows in throughout the building that are not in the living quarters after the clinic has been closed at night. My guess. Mm. Marfa. What kind of city is that? I'm not going to say nothing. The Marfa Lights. Marfa? Yeah. It is a great tourist attraction. For years, everyone has gone to this place on the road between Marfa and Alpine. No one knows if the lights are in fact spectral or of UFO origin. I want to see. This is called Marshall Pottery, Highway 31 in Marshall. A patron of the business reports seeing an apparition of a head. It is looking up towards the ceiling, long curly black hair, pale face, no expression at all. Only a second glance, and it was gone. They have strange cold spots and warm spots felt as well. This is Marshall Pottery again, out on Highway 59. The other one was on Highway 31. When they were building the new plant, they apparently found one of the workers dead by a tree when the construction first started. The tree was located in what is now the center of the warehouse. Unknown causes of death. The second story is that the plant was built on ancient sacred burial grounds. It may be both. Workers will very clearly hear their name called, even with the roaring of machinery. Mm, I don't like that either. I'm trying to figure out why both these pottery places haunted. Why these type of places still be open? Because people are willing to put up with anything. Mm. This is also in Marshall. The Stagecoach Road. Reports of a spectral stagecoach and apparitions of men carrying a coffin. So you telling me we riding down? I would watch Coachman that. I'm Road, sorry, I would watch you that. You see, is an old timey ass just, coachman, yeah. and he just giddy up, boy, <laughs> and he's taking him along, and then you just see men carrying a coffin. If you don't get me the fuck off this road, so you want to watch that? I want to get the fuck off. Like this you road. do too much. Yo, like how do you want to be so yo, interested yo, in the take paranormal? My sight. <laughs> Then you don't want to do nothing. Like when I said, let's go to Archer Avenue and see Resurrection Mary. Then you don't want to see that, but you want to see it. I don't understand. I do, but I don't. Then you want to go to Myrtle's Plantation. I do, but I don't. And want to see stuff, but don't want to see it. If I go to Myrtle's Plantation, that means I put myself in that predicament. That means I'm knowingly putting myself in a predicament to see ghosts. Don't pop the fuck up on me when I'm not asking for it. No, don't do that. That just wouldn't be right. <laughs> that's that's assault. I feel like we could be attacked or something. Oh, they just this is Matador, <clears throat> U.S. Highway seventy. Though much of of it, though much of it is unconfirmed, 
Highway 70 between Matador and Paducah, Texas, has a lot of deadly history. Many car accidents have occurred here. The nearest hospital being over 80 miles away. Many accident victims do not survive. Driving through a night can give you a complete sense of dread. Some drivers claim that on the highway they become very agitated, wondering if they, if what they are feeling is real, wondering if they were alive or dead. Paranormal activity is the strongest emotion felt here. No, paranoia is the strongest emotion mm, felt here. That's bad. Many have claimed to see lights and refractions coming from the Matador Cemetery. This desolate highway has very little to offer in the way of peace. It, however, has much to offer in the way of death. So you're just driving down the highway, and it's just so dark and creepy that, and, and so long that eventually you start to ask yourself, am I, am I alive or am I dead? Am I, did, did I how crash in my head? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, That's how he that. explained it. Like, the highway is that vicious. What, that, how? Like, you're just long? driving along, and, and it's so dark and windy at night, and so long, you just eventually start wondering, where am I at? Like... Then you start to get paranoid and then you, it, it, you get agitated because you're wondering, like, is this shit real? Like, why do I feel like this? What the fuck's wrong with me? Now you're like, you know what? angrier till you just can't stand it. That's scary. That's you read Maxdale. Maxdale. Yeah, Maxdale. I, don't, I guess that's a place in Texas. Okay. Maxdale, Texas. It is believed that this very old cemetery is haunted by an old man with a limp. Some say he was the caretaker of the cemetery. There is also a small old iron bridge you have to cross to get to the cemetery, which is also believed to be haunted. If you go at night to visit the cemetery and you stop on the bridge, turn off your headlights and count to ten, then turn back, then turn them back on. There will be a man hanging from a noose Ooh. who is believed to have hung himself when he could not save the life of his girlfriend who had drowned in the river under the bridge. <clears throat> Excuse me. Another story is that a man committed suicide by driving his truck off a small bridge on the road at night on the right side of the cemetery. Witnesses report a phantom old truck appearing behind them, chasing them for a moment, along with the sad presence felt throughout the entire cemetery. Oh. Mm. That's just sad if you got to feel bad in the cemetery. Like, if you all over there with all that type of sad energy, I don't know what the hell y'all was doing in life. That's deep. You would think, like, it's it should be that a mixture of people, deep. but, like, for it, the whole cemetery to just be sad? Like, what the... What? That's horrible. What did I step into? What this kind of cemetery is this? Misery? stepped into a broken hole. <laughs> all right. This is the Toys R Us and McAllen. Everybody's Toys R Us was haunted. Ain't they closed down? Yeah, I hope they open up. Four years ago, yeah, I hope they do open back up Toys R Us. I don't. Remember, um... Every time you go in there, you can just easily find a Ouija board. <laughs> That's wrong. So, four years ago, a young boy was climbing the ladder to get to the loft. When he got to the very top, he fell and was killed instantly by having his neck broken. Every once in a while during night crew, you can hear a young boy... Laughing and running around in the loft. 
Lights sometimes turn off and on and certain locked doors will open but remain locked. And then the day, if he a child, why he ain't enjoying Toys R Us? I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid and he is not even grown up. Oh, Instead of haunting and flicking up. lights, I would be all up in the toys. They would have to be, they would come in every morning not understanding. Like, did we get broke into? Because like all type of new toys is open. Like I'm in there feeding the dolls, food, baby lives. I'm in there talking to Teddy Ruxpin. I'm in there. Breaking their Riding bikes and all type of stuff. You'll hear music blasting TVs. Like, come on now. You and Toys R Us. I'm you open it. Maybe he don't got the strength for that. He a child. He got to walk a lonely mile. That's a shame and sad. Can't do nothing to walk this earth by yourself and be a child and be a spirit. Like that's wrong. That's sad. I would make. I would want it to be like dead like me. Remember how the little boy was dead, but I would make myself known just out of spite. I would run that place ragged. You put the mop here, I put it there. <laughs> you take your keys out, I put them in the machine. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm going, uh, like when you come in, you gonna swear up and down that um. So people gonna get fired. I keep moving money out the till. Then when they look back in there tomorrow, it's there. <laughs> so either you put it back or what? Fire you wonder right? why the playstations is all open and why all the TVs I move is on. Bikes from the back to the front. I'm riding them bikes, big wheels and all. Uh, from the back to the front. I'm putting all the dolls in obscene I'm hopping on it. Like, I don't understand that. Tear the dolls' heads off and lay them in obscene See, you do creepy shit talking about me. I want them to be scared. What's wrong with you? (laughs) You just tear into the baby clothes. No, that's not scared. That's just crazy and terrifying. What's happening? That's just ridiculous. Cameras work so you can't tell if you was broken into. That's fun. Yeah, take some jelly beans and put a trail of them all over the place. <laughs> Down every aisle. Yeah, take crayons and just write scribble scrap or <laughs> everywhere. Why would you want to do that? They everywhere. have to shut it down. That's shut her down. I'll be in this bitch alone. <laughs> I'm here alone any other time. Don't come in here now. This is my space. So this is in McKinney. This is all in De- Texas. Yeah. <clears throat> so McKinney, Texas, Buffalo Joe's. Oh. A fine dining restaurant located in downtown McKinney, the east side of the Old City Hall. The restaurant has four areas, the lower level, the main dining room upstairs, the private banquet room, and the storage area behind the banquet room. A mischievous spirit occupies the storage area. Sometimes our toilet paper would be strung out. Other times forks would be pinned into walls. All the employees left at the same time just because we were easily freaked out being by ourselves up there. The restaurant used to be a brothel when McKinney was first founded. Oh, a whorehouse. Also, check out the jailhouse restaurant a couple blocks west. <clears throat> McKinney is haunted, period. McKinney downtown. In the old courthouse, there is a lady in white. At night, she is looking out the window. They say back in 1896, she hung herself. Didn't I say there's always a lady in white? You did. Why she can't wear brown? <laughs> Why can't it be a lady in green? They don't they have that? Or a the lady, lady in, in blue? A lady in OPEC. <laughs> OPEC. A lady in purple. Yeah. All right. A lady in tan. So then Just Mc- a lady. McKinney Public Library. Come on now. What's going on in McKinney? Many books in the library are misplaced. Bookcases are being knocked over and money being taken out of the register. And books not paid for being put in purses and other personal belongings. 
That sound like that. Oh, now you're trying to make me look bad. Like I'm in the I'm in there thinking I'm about to check out a book and they talking about oh the thing go off because you know in libraries now they got the yeah. um and next thing you know I'm wondering how this got in there and I'm like what how am I gonna like, explain that? You stole it. <laughs> how would I explain that? You can't did you hear me? You stole it. So Mesquite. Oh Eastfield College. Built in the early 70s on the site of the old Motley Mansion, the Motleys donated the land for the school after the house was burned down by vandals. The family cemetery is still there and, in, and includes a grave for and severed for a severed arm. Huh? They basically said the grave is still there. They gave up their land when their house burned down. And it was like, you can build a school here. But our graves is over there. My family plot and don't touch none of my family. And ain't nobody really over there but my Uncle Willie's arm. <laughs> wow. So. I would have said you can keep your land, brother. Anyway. Being soured it by putting that severed arm here. The theater of the school is said to be haunted by a man who watches, watches people practice and plays. He has been reported several times in the past 20 years or so. What are you doing? Watching people play. You want to see? He said, bravo. <laughs> she was brilliant. So this is the Galloway Elementary. This is in Mesquite, too. Several stories are told from employees, employees to visitors who went through personal experiences of that school. Children heard running up and down the halls at night. See, that's wrong. From janitors that worked there, chairs moving in the lunchroom, a woman spotted by a janitor at night walking down the hallway at night dressed in 19th century clothing, and a gym where children have been spotted in daytime that don't exist. There is a story of a teacher that told his children they couldn't use the restroom in the gym without permission. A child stood in front of the restroom watching and ran in. He said, hey, you can't go in there. When he went in there to get him, no one was in there, and there's no other way out. And on the last day of school, of this employee's job, he said out loud in the gym, you can have it. I don't have to deal with you anymore. As he was walking out, a hockey stick was thrown across the gym and no one was in there. This was after school hours. Witnesses there at night heard children on the playground with when no others was there. There are many stories about that school for many years. He didn't want to I take don't like that. Mouth. The gym teacher, he said, get out of here. Cause he probably was tired. You yeah. don't know what he was like. No, I'm talking about the, the. I couldn't deal with it either. I would say, you know what? You got this. I don't got to put up with this. You I can get a job somewhere you else. Hit the bricks where I take this hockey stick. Beat you half dead, and you'll meet me on the other side. <laughs> wow, man. So Mesquite, um, Hampton Inn and Suites Convention Center. See that? That's how they get you. You think you gonna go to the Hampton Suites and you gonna have a nice night, take a little napski. Mm. And fuck me, I'm horny too. The land is sour. Reports of a male apparition with black pants and brown shoes when there's no one else there. I don't even like black pants and brown shoes. Employees even spoke to a ghost girl before they realized she was a ghost, feeling of being watched. So that means you came up to my Didn't desk you just having talking a conversation to me, just busting me, it up. And you bitch dead the whole time? Yo, you I... You have socially raped me. <laughs> well, I do. It gotta be a You have no break. right to do that to somebody. You know you're fucking stiff. You gonna walk up there? Let's strike up a conversation. I mean, you took time and energy out of your your day 
And really, you really did have to take energy. And where'd that come from? Where'd you get the energy to materialize? Who you stole that off of? I don't know she been in there. Girl, that ain't my, my business. The problem is, don't talk to me. Why you can't do what's right and just stay in your lane now, as a ghost? I don't want to go to Mesquite either because... It seems Mesquite like they got a lot, lot of stuff going Now, look. Oh, Hollow Man's Road. Hollow Man's Road is a small dirt road that curves between Lawson Road and Bruton Road. There is a solitary home that has sat for many years abandoned on a small street. It is the old. It is the only structure on that road. Brave teenagers have tried to walk the street at night only to disappear, never to be seen again. The road became such a danger that the city closed the road, closed off the road. Witnesses become overwhelmed by a sense of, a, of dread and of being watched, even in broad daylight. In the 80s, a Dallas man killed a young woman and her young son and dumped their bodies on that dark and brooding road. This is easily checked as a case as the case was just solved in the last year or so. Oh. Wow, that's... Drop me off. Mesquite again. Come on, Mesquite. What you got going? <laughs> Trail Dust Steakhouse. It First is... off, I don't give a fuck how horny that is. That shit sound like it's scrum. Trail <laughs> Dust? <laughs> you willing to bet your fucking business on a name like Trail Dust? Better mm. believe that steak got some, some flavor behind it. Kick you right in your chest. A little steak sauce. <laughs> It is said that it is said that Spine. there was a man working on the upstairs railing above the dance floor okay. when the restaurant was being built. He was adding something to the railing when he fell to his death on the left side of the dance floor. His name is John Brown. He has he has his own table in the upstairs dining area, table two eighteen. It sits between the entrance to the kitchen and the grill window. The upstairs lights are on a timer set to go off at exactly 1 a.m. But John likes to keep the light above his table lit till way after that time. Also, managers and employees have quit their jobs there because around 4 a.m. some nights, they have seen lights turn on and off. Phones ring off the hook. Printers spit out whole rolls of gibberish. Doors swing by themselves and also hearing footsteps on the dance floor. He is also known to haunt the men and women's restaurant, women's restroom upstairs. No matter what, the lights find a way to mysteriously turn themselves on in the restrooms. There's also been reports of cold spots felt in the women's restroom. John is not blind. He can clearly see he walked into a woman's restroom. You're a predator. <laughs> he a predator. Like, that's really disrespectful. Like, right. You're supposed to be taking this time to reflect. I, don't, I mean, how long you been here? Probably for some years. You ain't mature. You ain't grow. You just walking around in a wandering circle, not trying to figure out the meaning of life. None of that shit. Instead, you peeking at people while they taking a piss. Now, what's this? You strolling back and forth. Mexia. Is that? I don't want to pronounce their things wrong. Their cities. It looked like Mexia. Okay, so Mexia, Texas. Battery, Battery Road. This is an urban legend since at least the sixties. Legend is you can go down you can go down at midnight and turn off your car and lights and you will see a ball of fire. As you watch this ball of fire, it seems to come right at you and flashes real bright. I, I would try that. See that's know. corny enough to try. What if it do hit you? And I feel like that's how we always fuck up. We go to do something innocent like that. 
and it turns into something fucking dirty. Mm. Next thing you know, it ain't a ball of fire. It's 15 witches coming at us. Yeah, I don't want to hear this. See that? I'm scared. Walmart. Ghosts keep unstocking the I shelves. I think everyone will hurt it. Every one of them. Every Walmart is on it. As you are stocking and no one is in is in that part of the store. I think that's the next episode. The new... Going to Walmarts because I know they out there. They all scare me. The new Super Center opened up a short distance from the old store and it is still happening. If you tell Oscar to leave you alone and stop tearing the place up, he will stop. And sometimes he just may go bother some other stalker. You can't honestly tell me on some real that you have never felt an eerie vibe in a Walmart. All the time. In every it's, Walmart it's, I've ever it's been like, in. It's just because it's Soon crowded. It's just like when you were, It's like you got to look down. Yeah. And then they just close. The aisles just don't. I don't tall. know. I don't and know. It's something about it. Because even when like you're a, using the bathroom. Oh, that's the worst. And then you know like back there when you. When you. In the back where the stock room is at, yep. it's always dark. Because you know when you go into where the bathroom is always dark? Every but I don't like that feeling. Walmart. Every Walmart. I've ever been in has made me feel uncomfortable. Like there's a ghost predator named Oscar lurking in the bathrooms. So. Taking a gander at my secret. What is this? Mineral Wells. <laughs> you said your secret. <laughs> Mineral Wells. Baker, Baker Hotel. A young man and his friend were fraternizing. With the laundry woman in the basement, or what used to be the laundry room, his boss was going to check on them. So the first man jumped into the elevator. The second man, however, was caught in between the closing door. And di- oh God, what? And it is said if you go by the elevators at night, you can see him. Another legend is that a mistress was so distraught that she could not have her lover killed herself in the baker. You can smell her perfume of lavender at night in the hall where she killed herself. Numerous orbs have been seen in pictures along the amazing ectophotos and sounds, apparitions and smells. This is Mineral Wells City Park. While sitting in the bleachers, you can see figures in in baseball uniforms walking across the field. Orbs have been photographed by the jungle gym. He is forever playing. That's that um life is a ball game. Yeah, when they die. Yeah, he's playing the game. They still playing. That reminds me of this story when he said, um, by the way, you supposed to pitch. Who can do this as a ghost? Like if I know I'm a ghost, I'm not doing this shit. (laughs) Fuck we doing playing baseball, we dead. (laughs) That's all it is to life. Now we just stuck playing baseball forever. That's it. No, you you pick that bet, you don't want to give me that bet. I'll come here. over there and beat you with this ghostly bat. <laughs> I'm sorry, your ghostly ass here. And see the ghost police come and arrest me because I need some type of uh, fulfillment. And this ain't it. I need something to happen. I need a change. Manola. Manola. Everybody has a crybaby bridge. Everybody. So this story goes that when the American Indians roamed the hills of East Texas, they were being massacred by the white man. Their chief learned of the planned attack and had separated the women and children from his men. The white man planned for this for the split and killed the chief and his men by the huge trees by the bridge. The women and children were slaughtered right by the bridge. There are a couple of trees that are still there and with the leaves and branches and with the leaves and branches are shaped like a chief's headgear and the shape of his face. If you go to the bridge at night and turn your engine off right on top of the bridge, 
roll your window down, you can still hear the cries of women and children that were massacred. That's I wouldn't want to hear that. Yeah, because then I feel like you can mistake me for the... Uh, well, I don't know how you can mistake me. You said it was a white man that did it. You can look upon me and see that's not how it goes. Well, but I could quickly fall into the slave category because during that time we was off up. And I would drop into it. Uh, it's just a coming and going. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are we gonna, uh, I'm, like, I'm very scared. I don't I wouldn't know what to do. Mommy, I just I told you if we was ever on the road or something like that, go, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get down in the front seat and put my head in my legs. Wow. And please don't touch me until it's over. Just get us out of here. Be a mom. <laughs> So we're gonna do mission then. Mission Texas. Yep, this dark. We got time for like two more stories. Okay, this old mission has just recently been open to the public. It's the mission's heyday. Priests were in the mission's heyday. Priests were rumored to be having intercourse with the with the nuns and burying the children's bodies on the ground. Ooh. One night, some illegal immigrants who were aware of what was going on went in and killed two of the priests. The third priest went to get help but died while searching. The robbers, the robes and bones of the priests were on display up until a couple of years ago. Thereafter, it became an asylum for the mentally challenged. Many of the people working there reported seeing figures in robes walking around the grounds at night. The asylum shut down completely recently. But the grounds are still open to tourists during the day. You may not be able to go inside the old mission, but it is still worth going to going the trip. First of all, I would know when they said nuns. You know, I don't like that. I don't want to see nothing like that. I don't want to see no nun, no priest at and night. Curvy priest. I don't like that. And he was like getting that. down with the nuns, and then clearly not even you go all the way. You carry that baby for nine months to kill it. Well, they probably did it before. You know how they figure out He said out he ways. was burying the bodies. That means it came out. Then y'all seen y'all, baby. Yeah, y'all folks, said, that's Christ-like? Yeah, everybody, this was Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> I don't like Burn that. it down. Uh-huh. Throw the whole convent away. The convent away. Just tra- trash it. That church is built on Satan's hill. <laughs> so this is Mission again. Mission Junior High School. Science Building East Stairwell. Formerly Mission High School. At night, you can just make out the shadow of a man walking up and down the stairs. Supposedly a teacher who fell down the stairs when he was leaving one night after school. During the daytime, that side of the building is colder than the other, and lights and other electronics do have trouble. So, Mission again, Mission High School football stadium. Some believe a young girl at this school fell from the top of the bleachers and died, and her ghost now haunts the bleachers at dusk. There are conflicting submissions that say no one has ever fallen off the bleachers. There may be other reasons as to why to why it is haunted. Cause she fell off the bleachers. You know, every, I think everybody shit. has that story too. Because even when I was growing up, I remember a story being told like that that the girl fell between the bleachers and got crushed, and her yeah. ghost haunts. I think I've heard that somewhere. People love. I can't to, remember what people love to be creeped out. But we have come to the end of the road. Yeah, it's been real. This was a great episode, I think. I think it was, too. I had fun. I did, too. I love you guys. Love you. This is Walter. And Tiki. This is True Ghost Stories. By Real People. We're out.